0: Coming down. I never left it on the ground. I'm not coming down. I want to go higher, higher, higher the that. Hello, this is Rebecca Fleetwood Hessian, host of the Badass Women's Council podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Y'all. You know those like memories from Snapchat or Facebook where it goes back three, four, five, ten years and shows you the on this day pictures. Well, sometimes I love those. And sometimes they are harsh. Either because it's a relationship from five years ago, you don't want to remember that you're in a picture with them with, or just you remember what you were doing on that day that just doesn't evoke happy memories. But I had one of those situations recently, and I am actually going to share a side-by-side pic of myself from three years ago and myself from today in the show notes, and you'll see it on social. And I'll tell you why. If you've looked at my website, we life. my description in there talks about when my clients move from striving to thriving, that they actually look differently. They look different. They look, I can't even explain it, um, but, it but it's a thing. And I saw it with my own eyes about myself when I saw this picture. So, today I want to talk about what I call your inner thrive guide and learning to trust it, to trust yourself. Because as I looked at those two pictures of me, I asked myself, wow, that's profound. What's different? And it's that over the last three years is when I really started living the things that I'm coaching and what I discovered about myself. Now I hold up the mirror and help you discover things about yourself. because It's fascinating to me. When I looked at these pictures... My diet and exercise is exactly the same. I've largely been a pretty healthy person for decades. That's not new. Um, I eat pretty healthy, but not, not militant about it. And I work out, again, but I'm not militant about it. I still, you know enjoy my life and and don't hold myself back. Um, if I want a donut, I eat a donut. If I want to drink four Jack and Cokes, I drink four Jack and Cokes. If I want to not run for a few weeks and take a break, I do. If I want to run 10 miles on a Saturday, I do. I just, it's not the diet and exercise that's different about when I look at those two pictures. So then I started digging in and thinking about who that person was from three years ago, because I I looked at her and I I love her. She's who I was, but I also saw a lot of things like the person from three years ago was hopeful and optimistic because that's also part of my DNA of who I am, but she wasn't really happy. She wasn't full of joy and the kind of prosperous joy um, she spent a lot of time worrying, wondering, trying to plan and control everything, but not really taking the time to feel. You know, I was coming off of, you know, a rock and divorce and building a business and leaving a 19-year career. There were a lot of almost traumatic, or in some cases, really traumatic experiences that I wasn't really feeling at first. I was planning my way around them. I was taking what the hurt was teaching me and and making it a lesson always and making it positive, which is also a good trait, but I wasn't allowing myself to feel the hurt. And when I think about What changed, that's a part of it, is I forced myself to feel the hurt. But the way that I did that was kind of out of desperation, the fact that my schedule was no longer so frenetic that I started to spend every single morning in stillness, prayers, dreaming, immense gratitude, journaling it out, writing it down, every little thing, not just the big stuff, but really noticing, noticing how I felt, noticing the things that did give me joy. And I let those daily acts of stillness, my prayers, my conversations with God, I let all of that start to heal my heart, to teach me things that weren't from books and podcasts and training classes, but to really learn from my own feelings, to trust that how I felt was real information I could trust, that my feelings were data that I needed to use moving forward in my life simple things. What did I need for that day? Did I need rest? Did I need connection with inspiring people? Did I need to hunker down and get some tasks off my list? What was I feeling? What did I need that I could provide for myself that day? And I started to get really clear on the life I wanted to live and how I wanted to feel in that life. Not just the strategic plans for my business. My God, I'm good at that. I love a good strategic plan. I love a good whiteboard session. I love to put the dollars to the goals, to the tactics. And I was so, uh, prior to, to this shift, I was so busy planning the book I wanted to write and the content I wanted to build and how that was going to create this business that I had left out, but how did I want to feel? And who in my life was moving me closer to that and who was making it harder? Because everybody who's been around this podcast or been around me for any amount of time knows that connection is a significant part of, of my life and what I care about and what I try to do for others. And a section in the book is actually called Nobody Thrives Alone. But we have to trust our feelings about people to know who is for us, who's meant for us, and who is maybe filled with great potential, but but being with them is leaving us exhausted. Certain clients, certain friends, maybe it's a romantic relationship. There are people that just exhaust us. And this one was hard for me because I I always want to help and serve and want others to see their own greatness. And sometimes that desire turned into what I call being a fixer <laughs> instead of honoring where people are, but thinking, but you can fix this. And the fixer has love and great intention in that relationship. But if, if you feel the desire to fix another person, you basically imply that they're broken so, that in and of itself is setting up a really tough relationship. But then you have to ask yourself is your desire to fix them really about love and good intention? Or is it so it doesn't make your own life so damn hard? Because there are those people that drain you and they think, you think to yourself, if they would just do this. But y'all, we're not here to fix, we're here to connect. We're here to be ourselves genuinely, authentically, and to trust ourselves, that inner Thrive Guide that we all have, and let who we are in our uniqueness serve another, not try to change ourselves to make them more comfortable or change them so that we, our lives are easier and so that it You know, when you're building a puzzle and the piece looks like it fits, but it really doesn't. (laughs) And so we keep turning it around and turning it around and trying to force it, (laughs) sometimes to the point where we damage the piece of the puzzle. And when we finally just set it to the side after we've tried to smash it into where it doesn't fit. And then eventually we find the right place that that puzzle piece goes and then it's a little torn and ragged from us trying to force it into the other place. Well, what I saw in that picture, ah, I'm getting emotional. What I saw in that picture of myself from three years ago was me looking a little torn and ragged Having, trying to force myself into places that I didn't fit and spending so much time trying to inspire people that didn't want to be inspired and didn't need to change. They weren't, they weren't ready for that part of their journey and maybe they never will be. So I was living in this back and forth of immense control And then exhausted from all the control, and retreating into more of a reckless abandon. So going from caring too much to f it, I don't care about any of this. Back and forth was exhausting. And now, when I look at the picture of who I am today, not only do I think I look better, ain't nothing wrong with that. (laughs) But I, I have this healthy rhythm in my life of reflection and connection. You know, reflection, still spending daily time in that reflection, the quiet time for me to hear my voice, my feelings, to commit to prayer and letting God have the space He deserves to speak into my life. I won't give up my daily stillness and my daily reflection time for anyone or anything. It's a rare occasion that I miss it, really rare. And then I balance that with connection. Because once you spend time in that daily reflection of who you are and getting really still and confident in it, then when you enter the day with your open mind, open heart, and then with open hands. Open hands to give and to serve, but also to receive. Open hands to let things come into your life and also let things go. Sometimes things have already served their time or they were never meant for you. People, projects, ideas. But when we trust ourselves and then surrender to that inner knowing that God has placed within us, we not only feel differently, we look different. Less of the kind of stress that just pumps cortisol through our bodies. Less numbing of the ups and the downs and the control and the abandon. Less... Less of all of that. And, you know, that doesn't mean that we don't have stress or we don't struggle. I mean, come on. Lord knows, I've had plenty of that over the last three years. But it's my response to it that's different. Sometimes I need to sit with more reflection in the struggle. I need to sit my ass down and feel it. Sometimes I need more time with loving friends who help me hold up the mirror for me to see me. But I take my time to feel my way through it, more than arm wrestle it to the ground or try to control it and make it go away. It's a totally different gig, not without stress and struggle. Not without any of those things. That's always going to be the case. If you're going to live a big life, have a big career, invite people into your life. And you know, that's the other thing. I think sometimes we isolate ourselves because we don't want to deal with how hard it is to have meaningful connection, either with our clients or with our friends. But without it, man... That's just not really a life. So, I don't know. I would love for you to trust your Inner Thrive Guide and experience what that feels like to make that transformation. And it doesn't happen overnight. You know, this was a three-year difference between that picture and the, what I see in my, myself today. In fact, it's it's exactly why the Rise and Thrive experience that I created is a seven-month gig because we need some time to undo and to trust and to feel and to get out of those old patterns that our brain is trying to keep us stuck in. In fact, I said this on a podcast not too long ago with a... I didn't say it. One of our guests said it, that if you're so used to all of the frenetic pace of busy, even stillness is withdrawal and it feels super uncomfortable. And I get that. And when I'm working with my clients, many of them say, I don't know if I can do this. And all I'm asking them to do is sit your ass down and think for a minute. (laughs) And it's not our habit. So it's hard at first. But I want that for you. I want you to want that for you. I want you to want to design and write your own story, which is the name of the book that I have coming out. Because I think that, no, I don't think it. I believe it in the depths of my soul. I believe that each one of us has this knowing of what our lives are supposed to be like that when we learn to trust it and let it evolve and grow, that our work and our lives has the power to heal ourselves and each other, which is a very different place than many of us are in today. Instead, living in burnout and just looking for an escape, hoping that a new job is gonna make all the difference. But you know the saying, wherever you go, there you are. So it's up to us to open our minds and our hearts first, heal ourselves a bit, learn to trust ourselves and feel before we just jump into another place that gives us a paycheck, hoping that that's going to be the answer. What you'll hear on March 8th at our third annual Stand Tall in Your Story event is these stories of transformation. These seven women are going to take the stage and tell their stories with vulnerability, you'll laugh, you'll, you'll cry, you'll you'll feel. And that's what we want. That's why we do this event is we want to remind you what it's like to feel and to feel for another and to let it spark something within you. So these women are going to take the stage at the Vogue Theater in Broad Ripple, Indianapolis, Indiana, or you can watch it online. We'd love for you to come and be a part of the night. Come and come and meet others. Let these women inspire you that trusting themselves is transforming their lives. And then when we honor their stories, I think you'll be inspired to honor your own. If you decide to come live to The Vogue, again, it's March 8th. It's an evening event. VIPs get in at 530, everybody else at 6. We actually provide reflection questions at your table so you can actually engage in in fun, meaningful conversation. So bring a group if you want to have that conversation with your friends, your colleagues, bring some clients, men and women. But if you're coming alone, please do and message me and say, I'm coming alone and I have people, Thrive guides dedicated to this event that will come meet you at the door and make sure you've got people to sit with. Make sure you know some people so that you'll leave this event not only inspired, but more connected. I promise. I have people that came last year with the people they met in year one. And y'all, that makes me tear up. Why am I so emotional today? I love it. Oh my goodness. I'm just feeling all the things, excited about the book coming out, excited about you guys hearing the stories of season three of Rise and Thrive. I just am so inspired by my own life, finally, that it is emotional. So I'm not apologizing for feeling that way here on a Monday morning recording this podcast. I'm happy, I'm joyful, I'm inspired. Not without struggle. If you wanna sit down and have coffee, I'll tell you about the stuff my family's going through, I'll tell you about the stuff. But in the midst of those struggles, I'm feeling joy and excitement about the future because we can hold those opposing emotions together in our hearts. And I want you to just have that life of feeling all the things. So we'd love for you to come to the event on March 8th. I can't wait to tell you when the book's available. Don't ask me when. I don't know. The whole like, everything's COVID's fault, right? So paper supply things, blah, blah, blah. might make it March. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But trust me when I say, when I know, you'll know. (laughs) All right, y'all. I will put the link for the event tickets into the show notes. And I'll also uh, put a link to the picture that I'm referencing for this episode today. And I hope y'all find some moments of stillness and make it a great day. When I work with my clients, I want them to discover their unique personal story so they can then stand tall in that story and live a life full of soul and emotions and their natural curiosity about their unique gifts, talents, and abilities so they can live a thriving life. Because our brains are hardwired for stories and our brain wants us to thrive. So I help my clients tap into that. And I also have a sponsor for this podcast called Storybook, which is a unique and innovative platform that helps you bring your company stories to life by tapping into the emotional flow and the natural curiosity that we have about your products and services. So check them out. You can go to my website, wethrive.live, click on the Stand Tall in Your Story link and see the kind of work they're doing for us, or go to their site, cantaloupe.tv, and there's hundreds of stories there that they've created that you can experience. Check them out. We're so grateful to work with them and for them to sponsor the podcast. And please join the online community at badasswomenscouncil.community where we can continue the conversation and you can meet other badass high achievers like you. Thanks so much. Make it a great day. If you like the music for the podcast, go to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your music and look up Cameron Hessian Clouds. You can download the full song there. He's got some other stuff out there as well. And y'all, he's my son be great if you'd go and download some of his stuff. I'm not coming down I never locked it on the ground I'm not coming down